Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Yeah, the head coaching carousel is really heating up in the NFL. Uh, predicting the hires for each open NFL job was what Bleacher Report just did. I'm going to throw these out at you. Give me a yay or a nay, all right? They sure. think Atlanta Falcons, Bill Belichick. Nay. You don't think he's going to go to the Falcons? I just think it's a terrible place for him to go. I think he's going to go there, though. You I mean, think there's so? There's a lot of steam there. He's been interviewed twice. Yeah, but they've been interviewing a lot of people. Yeah, but have now. you heard Belichick anywhere else, though? That's that's no, the one thing. Like no. I haven't heard of Chargers or Which Panthers is so odd. Or... Like, how have you not heard L.A.'s name thrown in the mix there? Does he seem like an L.A. guy to you? No, but he doesn't seem like an Atlanta guy either. No. What I think he likes about Atlanta, well, did you see, you see what Kirk Cousins said, right? He would love the opportunity to play for Belichick in no, Atlanta. No, I didn't see that, no. Kirk said that. In Atlanta? In Atlanta. Whoa. I wonder if, like, the Falcons roster isn't bad. No, every, what, everyone's biggest critic criticism is, is Arthur Smith. Well, that and, and Ritter. Ritter or Right, but, but having this al- alliance or allegiance to Ritter, which is wasting the talents of B. John Robinson and Kyle Pitts. So I'm looking Drake at— Drake London. This team has spent each of the last three years the two guys drafting in the there. first round Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and you're not using any of them. What did Belichick love to do with the Patriots? Tight ends? Yeah, right. Running the football. Right. Falcons are built for Belichick. They just need to get that quarterback in there. But like, how do you explain to your fans, you know, we're gonna we're gonna prioritize offense here. We're gonna get you a guy have each to. each each specialty position, and we're not going to use any of you them. You don't have to explain it because you're on your couch now. You're canned yeah. because you did draft like that and then didn't have game plans that matched your draft strategy. And then strategy. you were a sore loser when you lost the last game of the season and Jameis embarrassed you. I mean, that was stupid from Jameis. I don't still. care. It's Jameis being Jameis. All right, Carolina Panthers. They have Ben Johnson picked, the OC, or OC the OCs of the Lions. The Lions. I like it. Which, by the way, I saw last week this Panther interview. Another interview. he had like eight interviews last week, leading it like. You got a game. To, we need to stop. Yeah, the league you needs got to games make a, you to win. You cannot interview these guys mm-hmm. until they get eliminated. I think that's only fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's stupid of the guys who accept the interviews in the middle of their postseason. Though. Well, you know what though, the guys that are do- like the Ben Johnsons would push back on me saying that. Because they don't want because of because their success then other to be people stuck are on the interviewing yeah exactly and maybe they get hired, get hired before, before him. you even get a chance because but then because but your then team's again, so good so but you then get punished again, like you know maybe it's guys from non playoff teams and they shouldn't worry because their team is doing really well in the NFC Championship game and uh, but see it's not just guys from non playoff teams maybe it's a guy that sat out for a year you know maybe yeah it's, maybe true. it's a Sean Payton who was in yeah, the studio for that's a, a good year. point. Uh, so do I think he I would, like Ben Johnson Is the question higher. Wait is your question Do I think it's a good fit Or will it happen Will it happen These are Belisha Report's predictions On what will oh. happen I think it's a great hire For Carolina Yeah well Offensive minded guy We thought Frank Reich Was a great hire Yeah but and he's a retread Ben him. Johnson's new This is a fresh start This is a guy okay. who, Maybe he's bad We don't know though 
Yeah. I like it. I think it's a good hire for them. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. The thing is, sorry, once again about Ben Johnson is that there's real beyond Bryce Young, there's really not a lot of talent on that offense like you had in Detroit. Like you have Jared Goff, who now you know is established. You have two running backs in Montgomery and Gibbs. You have an all-pro receiver in, in Amon Ross St. Brown. You have a really good rookie tight end in Sam Laporta. Name me a guy on Carolina's no, offense you like at all, I including can't. the quarterback. Miles Sanders stunk this Terrible. Um, the defense for Carolina is where the silver lining is. Pretty good defense this year. Got some names like Brian Burns on that side of the ball, mm-hmm. too. But you're right. It would have his work cut out for him if he went to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I don't think they got the quarterback either. No, I don't think so either. All right, Los Angeles Chargers, they got Jim Harbaugh. That makes a lot of sense. I guess. Lav he was, was talking you to know, me. Uh, coach, coach there you know, in Stanford. Coach well, there when he was in San Fran. So, like, he's not That's such a alien hard draw, to California. Though, because you have no draft. You have no draft capital. Right. Your money's already tied up in Herbert. You already paid him. And you have no home field advantage. Like, that's a factor in this. Like, mm-hmm. coaches don't want to sign up for 16 road games. You know, mm-hmm. th- th- that is a true negative to taking the Chargers job. Is yeah, you have to go silent might, count in might, most of your home games. But it might end up being where you see Harbaugh come in and some guys all of a sudden weren't really considering L.A., if they're a free agent, and now all of a sudden, oh, Herbert's there. Yeah, but what with money? Harbaugh? That's the thing. they don't have money. Their cap is tr- is yeah. in trouble. I, it's a tough situation in the Chargers. Labs was talking about Harbaugh to me on Ask and Answer today, and he actually thinks that this is just money. This is about getting more money out of Michigan. Like I'm going to interview in the Chargers. I'm going to interview with the Falcons. I think he should stay with Back Michigan. Up the Brinks the truck, same reason I thought I thought Saban shouldn't have retired and stayed with Alabama because the playoffs are expanding. Michigan and Alabama are about to make the dance every single year. As I'll long agree as with you there on Harbaugh. Around. Saban's like 75 though. I mean, maybe he just wants to walk okay. off into some tall grass now. Would you Belichick's the same age, and Belichick still wants to coach. Yeah, because he's Carroll's the same age, and Carroll would have kept coaching for Seattle. Don't you think if Belichick had passed Shula by now, he'd be uh, he'd be done though? I feel like he only comes back because he wants the record. Okay, but the way he's gone about in the last two years, it's going to take a little bit longer to get to Shula's record than it was when he was playing with Brady or coaching with Brady. All right, Seattle, they got Mike Vrabel taking over. Seattle. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, but isn't that kind of the same hire? Like, isn't that basically like Pete Carroll 2.0? He's younger, though. Right, but high energy, players guy, defensive guy. Still, I mean... I, why would you fire Pete? Like, I don't... Yeah, I, it's I, fresh. I don't agree with the decision to let Pete go. Pete didn't want to go either. No, that the weird fallout between that, because when it was announced that he was going to be moved into more of a, a advisory role, my initial take was... Pete wanted to leave mutually, but he still wants his key card to work in the building Monday through mm-hmm. Friday. He still wants to be around the team, you know, go into John Schneider's office and pick his brain, have a cup of coffee. Maybe if Rabel's the new head coach, pop into Rabe's office. How you doing? How's your Monday? What'd you think of the game yesterday? What are you doing this week? Things like that. That's what I thought was going to happen. But all the reports afterwards are saying, like, he wants to coach again. Like, he, this is not a you know, retirement job for Pete Carroll being moved to the front office for the Seahawks. Like, this was something that they wanted to do, but he might not necessarily oblige them and just, you know, be in the the friendly face around the office. He wants to be in the trenches still. I agree, and I don't think 
to that point, I don't think he would have walked if they didn't make him walk. So to your point about Saban and Belichick, like I think these guys all are so good, they should want to keep coaching. There's just so much better. Carroll is weird, though, because Carroll now, for the second year in a row, his team was off to a really good start, and Seattle fumbled the ball away. So I don't know if that's Carroll. I don't know if it's the players. I don't know if it's maybe Geno's loss is magic. Um, it's tough to really evaluate what's going on in Seattle I don't know if Rabel can all of a sudden just get more out of that group than Pete Carroll was able to, but I don't I don't hate the hire for that reason exactly. If it's the same guy and and Carroll was doing well and Carroll didn't want to leave, so you bring Vrabel in. I don't think it's a bad hire. Tennessee Titans, Bobby Slowick taking the Texans' offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. bringing him over to Tennessee. Uh, Slowick is a very popular head coaching candidate. You know, I think this would be a good move for the Titans. Um, he's got an indirect, it says here they've he's got an indirect connection with general manager Ron Carthon. Carthon served as director of pro personnel and director of player personnel with the Niners from 2017 to 2022. And in that same period with the Niners, Slowick moved up the coaching ranks from defensive quality control assistant to a passing game coordinator. And he followed D'Amico Ryan to Houston to become the offensive coordinator there. Slowick's um, been with everybody since he was in Washington. Slowick, like he's been he was on that crew of coaches that everyone points to saying how were all of these guys on the same coaching staff and then he moved on with San Fran with uh Shanahan then he moved on to Houston with with Ryan so He's been an offensive coordinator for one year. He was an offensive coordinator this year. He was great. Like I know you want to keep climbing and be that head coach, but that opportunity is not going to go away for him. Wouldn't you want to stay with C.J. Stroud for a year or two yeah, more? Yeah, especially when you're going you to do? Tennessee where— They're breaking Levis. Yeah. They're probably not going to have Henry anymore. The light's a little dimmer in Tennessee. Like, I get it. You don't want to be an O.C. forever. And the head coaching ranks are coming knocking a lot earlier than I bet you expected when you took this O.C. job. But I just would have this feeling of, if I was Slowick, yeah, that's my ultimate goal. But that's my ultimate goal two years from now, too. I got a really good quarterback here in Houston. I just got my feet wet as this offensive coordinator. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back for at least another year and and run it back with Houston. I don't think that would be an absurd decision if Slovak made it. Like it may, he might be rushing too fast into a head coaching job here. I don't know. It's hard when you hear head coaching money, though, Tom. It's, it's so really different. hard yeah, to say And you're say not going to be McDaniels. Like in New England, when they paid Josh McDaniels head coaching money just mm-hmm. to keep him happy and be the OC, like you ain't that slow. Right. You were right. good, but you ain't that. So it's if your name's in that in that hat, in that ring, you're not just going to say, eh, I don't need the extra 20 mil or whatever, however much it's going to be. You're, you're going to be very tempted to take that deal. And then finally, the Washington Commanders. Where, where Sorry, it was slow to Tennessee. Tennessee. And, and then, just, ugh. I would not want to go Tennessee to Tennessee. Is just such a bleh. I would so not is, want to go to Tennessee at all. Now the Commanders, uh, you just mentioned that they interviewed Bianami. Mm-hmm. Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, was tagged. Yeah, to I be mean, their head coach. can we really quickly? I know we're going to touch on Baltimore and, and their pursuit of a Super Bowl next episode, but they might have a lot of rearranging to do starting next season because I don't think they're going to retain either of their 
offensive or defensive coordinators. I, I don't know about Munkin. I haven't really heard him in the head coaching. Oh, I'm not there. I think he's he, he might get a job elsewhere. Why? I don't know. I just you, you haven't heard Munkin. I've heard Munkin's name a lot for OC. Yeah, but why would he? But why would he leave? Why did he leave Baltimore? Baltimore? Yeah, maybe if for the same job. Mm-hmm. He's got Lamar. I mean, I don't. I don't think he would leave. Uh, McDonald, I think, could leave though. He's a heavy. He's a heavy mm-hmm. candidate in a lot of head coaching searches. They have him going to Washington. I will say this: if you hire a defensive-minded head coach like a McDonald, you need that guy to bring in a offensive guru as his coordinator. If the Commanders hired McDonald, my first call as McDonald would be to be enemy. And say, right. what, what do I need? Say, what do I need to I get need you on you my here staff, man? Me. I need mm-hmm. a, an offensive mind. Um, similarly to D'Amico Ryan's, you know, great coach, defensive guy. Oh, you can't win with a defensive modern head coach anymore. You can't win Bobby Slowick's his offensive coordinator. So mm-hmm. that's where I think, you know, and that's where Tomlin needs to really hit that home run in this offseason. Is is you're a defensive minded head coach and a great one. Let somebody else do the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, give them full autonomy on the offense. If things are going south, you don't like the way he's treating the offense, you can always step in. You're the head coach. But I think the best move that these defensive-oriented head coaches can make is getting that offensive mind in the building um, to kind of help with their mind spots on that side of the ball. By the way, it just occurred to me, we were talking about Slowa going to Tennessee. We are neglecting to talk about the report that came out this morning that the Titans are near, are close to finishing their deal, inking their deal with Brian Callahan to take over for uh, Mike Vrabel. Brian Callahan. The Bengals offensive coordinator. That's right. I did see that report this morning. Um, that's another one where I'd be like, you know why? Why leave Joe Burrow? Well, not just that, but is it him or, or is, is it, it Joe Taylor Burrow? Burrow? Yeah, right. Taylor was the the offensive coordinator for the Rams mm-hmm. before he left to go be the head coach mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Uh, and mainly, again, like Burrow is considered to be one of the more cerebral quarterbacks. That right, have he's kind of it's kind of like um, it's kind of like in Tampa Bay with Brady. Maybe not to that point yet because he's not in his but, final form. But he's got the potential to get mm-hmm. to that point. And there's definitely some Joe Burrow play calls going on during Cincinnati Bengals games. For sure. So interesting uh, to go that route with Brian Callahan. Especially when you look Titans. at his history, which I'm doing right now, was in Denver for a while. Granted, with um, Shanahan and his last... Uh, oh, no, I think that was of the Josh McDaniels era uh, when he was in Denver and then moved on to Detroit... Well, he was with Denver for the Super Bowl, too, because he won Super Bowl 50 with him. Okay. So it was past McDaniels, too. McDaniels into Kubiak. And then he goes to Detroit. But he just doesn't have the most illustrious history. No, the track record really isn't there, except for the Bengals. That, the four years with the Bengals. But again, like great. how much, how do, much you give that do you give that credit to Callahan instead of Burrow? No, that, that certainly is... Something that that worries you, but then again, you can't live in your fears like that. You can't just be like, yeah. "I'm not going to hire a guy who could be good because the quarterback's great." For sure, like, there's because you need an answer. Yeah, no question about that. So those are the predictions from Bleacher Report for the six openings that we still have right now. That might become five though, with what you said about the Titans and um, 
Brian Callahan. I think we're down to four now. I think we were at five. With that happening? Because it was the Raiders, it was the Patriots, and... Uh, we still have open the Commies. We still have open the Titans, technically. We still have open the Seahawks, the Chargers, the Falcons, and the Panthers. So six. Six mm, opens. Okay. One potentially falling off the board, though. Maybe today. Maybe when we finish this episode. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, With the Steelers, Offensive coordinator is obviously in everybody's forefront, but Tom was also asked about changes on the defensive side of the ball, and he said there certainly will be. Well, it doesn't look like that includes Terrell Austin, no. whose contract did expire at the end of the season. Jerry Dulac reporting today in the Post-Gazette that he is expected to return with an extension as the defensive coordinator for the Steelers. This past year, Terrell Austin's defense ranked sixth in the league with fewest points allowed, 19.1 points per game. But it is difficult to over- evaluate the overall performance of the defense because of the number of injuries to starters, especially key ones. This is what Jerry wrote up in the Post-Gazette. Uh, the Steelers also allowed more rushing yards and passing yards per game than the previous year, but they didn't have Minka or Cam for six and seven games. Uh, combined 13 games missed between those two. And then Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander missed a combined 17 games. You can't you can't make light of that injury thing. And, no. You know, that has to be a part of your analysis of why did the rush defense and pass defense from a yardage output get worse this year mm-hmm. um, really early on in your list of reasons has to be the injuries to those kind of players. For sure. To And, and, and not just you were losing depth guys, you lost each of your big three at some point. Granted, TJ Watt came at the very end of the year, but you still lost him. So Austin won't be a part of uh, those position changes on the defensive side of the ball, but I, I expect to see maybe some minor ones uh, here and there. Uh, one other offensive coordinator potential, not just for the Steelers, but around the league that I wanted to touch on was McDaniels. Do you think he's going to get another job somewhere? Because as bad as he flamed out as a head coach twice now, mm-hmm. he's been one of the better offensive coordinators in, in the NFL. Right. Yeah, you can do the same thing. Well, he had Brady. He had yeah. Brady. But I give him more credit for working with Brady than Leftwich. Like he worked with Brady more when it was probably a, you know, give and take. You're still under the Belichick umbrella, the Patriot way. Tampa Bay was the Tampa Bay Brady's. Like mm-hmm. he went there and they gave him the team. Right. So I get it. There is that dynamic, and I you mean, wonder he's the re- how much Brady versus McDaniel's. But you talk around the league, 
And McDaniels is thought of a lot higher as an OC than a Leftwich is. Definitely. I mean, he's been around for longer. Leftwich just got his really first uh, first crack at a, at a position like this, and McDaniels has been doing it for a long time. So that doesn't surprise me. But are you asking, do I think, will he get will a he chance? Will he get a job this year as an OC? As an OC, not a head coach. No, he's done as a head no, coach. No, I think, You get yeah. two chances, I'm I think, sure there's done. a team that's saying, yeah, let's bring him in and see what he can do for our offense. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I just think his pers- as a head coach though, not not a chance. I don't think his personality is good enough to. You be a can't head coach. fail as bad as you did twice, and get a third shot. I just don't think it's going to happen for him. No, I don't think so either. And I would be a little weary, probably, of bringing him in even as an offensive coordinator, just because you know you hear the stuff that he's a little bit hard to work with, a little bit of a curmudgeon, and um. That probably doesn't translate well as a head coach, but I think as an OC, with someone else, you know, being the real leader in that room, I think it can work just fine for, for a team. But I, you know, I hope what I see in this trend of hiring, and there's going to be a Belichick hired, so he's the outlier. Mm-hmm. I want to see some new blood. Like I don't want to see retreads. I don't want to see McDaniel's retreaded as an OC. I don't want to see, you know. Frank Reich retreaded, and not that he is going to, but you know what I'm saying. The example, just I don't want to see retread after retread after retread. Right. I want to see new guys get their opportunity, like a Steichen or a Ryan's. Look at those two, great seasons for both of them. And if you were to go in a time machine and go back two years, the casual person wouldn't even tell you who the hell they were, right? Because they're mm-hmm. they're nameless coordinators. Mm-hmm. So. I love new blood. I love fresh faces. That's be the route I'd go for the Steelers OC hire. That'd be the route I'd go for any team looking to hire a head coach. Um, Belichick, obviously, is going to get hired, though. And I guess the only one that might give me pushback on that is Vrabel. Just because even though he would be a retread, I don't think anybody expected him to lose his job in Tennessee. And it's almost it's almost unfathomable that he's available right now to be your head coach. <laughs> so you got to jump on that opportunity. But other than that, don't just reheat some leftovers in the microwave. And I don't consider Vrabel leftovers. I think, you know, he has a lot more to prove and was mm-hmm. kind of unceremoniously let go. Like, if I was Tennessee... Yeah, I don't know why If I was Tennessee on. and you're about to navigate this bit of a rebuild, what do we have in Will Levis era, I would want Vrabel at my helm. That, that's just me. The owner and the GM yeah. clearly did not agree. You have nothing else to say? No, I, 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 I think I've been saying it all day that I think Vrabel, guys like Vrabel and and Carroll, I think it was a mistake for those teams to move on from guys like that because I don't think you can blame the coaches for for a lack of success. Uh, some circumstances you can. I don't know if I yeah, would. Yeah, no, of that, course, uh, but not in the case of Seattle. I wouldn't say so in the case of Seattle or Tennessee. Tennessee especially. Yeah, right. I mean, what did you expect from Tennessee these past couple of years? They were supposed to go into a downspin anyway. Uh, gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players. Authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. It's located at Akershire Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or at the Tanger Outlets, or you just visit online at shop.steelers.com. Talk about the divisional round matchups when we get back. Eight teams entered, four teams left. We have our conference championship games set. We'll discuss it all next on the Steelers Standard.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.